This is To The Point with Marcus Amick, where we cut through all the noise to discuss the things that matter most driving the world of automotive sales. Let's get to it. This week's guest on To The Point is Thad Clayball, Senior Account Executive at the digital ad agency Ad Taxi. Thad has more than a decade of digital marketing experience, including advanced expertise in crafting lead generation campaigns for the automotive industry on a wide variety of platforms. He is also certified in advanced Google Analytics, Google Ads, and Facebook Blueprint. Some of Thad's most recent work has been centered on Ad Taxi's white paper, Digital Strategies for Auto Marketing Success in 2022 which provides some interesting insight on the power of digital tools in today's changing auto retail market. Hi, Thad. Thank you for joining us on To The Point. Yeah, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. So, Thad, let's dig right into it. What was your biggest takeaway from this recent white paper? You know, I mean, we covered a lot of topics in the white paper. I, I think the biggest takeaway has been auto dealers are just desperate for inventory at this point. Um, They've pulled out all the stops to make sure they have inventory on the lot. The problem is, is, is the demand has inflated the price and it's not only been passed on to the end consumer, but it's also been passed on to the car dealer themselves, right? So when this first all came to fruition, three to six months ago, a lot of the dealerships that I work with, they weren't willing to pay what the the cars were going for at auction you know they got to get their inventory for somewhere so they were doing as much as they could to get trade-ins to to get to buy used vehicles from consumers just to resell right well that hasn't been the case as of late they've kind of bit the bullet because i think they've realized that they're in it for the long haul um the oems and manufacturers you know keep saying next quarter next quarter we'll have your your new inventory next quarter and they've they've kind of just decided that they're they're full of it, <laughs> and, and they're going to have to take control and put this in their own hands. And they're biting the bullet and paying a full price at auction, and that's that's just where we're at. I know this isn't your area of expertise, but what's the general sense you're getting from those you work with as to when the industry might emerge out of this current condition that it's in? You know, I've, I've heard mixed responses to that. You know, I asked the auto dealers that myself, um, as you know, they're, they're in contact with the manufacturers. I've heard, you know, a year and a half ago, um, the answer was being pushed out to, like I said, next quarter, next quarter. And I've, I've also heard that this may just be the way it is from here on out, um, for the manufacturer, this, this model is perfect because they don't have to hold inventory. They can have a, you know, a few models on the lot and everything's pre-order. It's, they're not manufacturing anything unless it's sold. So that's kind of a loaded question. It's interesting that you say that because I've been hearing some rumblings in the industry that speak to that idea as well. So if that is the case, the big question now becomes, what does that say about the need for dealerships to adjust their business model from a marketing perspective? Um, well, I mean, the biggest thing, especially in my world, that, that that affects is, especially right now, you know, dealers are 
given money based on how much volume they're selling in new cars to use on advertising, right? So, I mean, that's going to affect a lot of, I mean, just in general, jobs at the dealership from a business standpoint, number one. Um, number two, if they're not carrying inventory, they're doing less volume just organically. And I mean, they're not, they're not going to have to staff as many salespeople. I mean, it's, it's a trickle down effect for sure. And when you look at some of the things revealed in the white paper, what were some of the findings that speak to the challenges that dealerships face for the wider adoption of digital sales tools to improve their business? I would say the lack of digital data transparency. Um, I mean, depending on the tactic, and I, I'm talking about from a marketing standpoint. And as you know, um, on the new side, dealerships are having to, they're essentially being strong-armed into using um, preferred vendors, right? And these preferred vendors, they, they work on, on volume. So you have one rep that's handling 25 different dealers. And you know, just from a reporting standpoint, they can't be transparent because they have to handle so much volume. So I think the biggest challenge is, like I said, transparency and knowing where the money is being spent, number one. And um, number two, for the dealership taking, being able to take the time to really dig into the data and understand the data. Because one thing that was mentioned in the white paper quite often was media efficiency, right? So the fact that auto dealers aren't getting as much co-op to put into advertising because there's there's no new inventory to sell, right? Um, to promote their used inventory, it's, it's going to come out of their pockets. So they have to make the best decisions with their, their media dollars. So how do dealerships begin to address those issues? Sure. Um, so I guess the way I approach it um, is when I, for example, if I'm working with a dealership and we have our monthly meeting, right? I use a combination of tools to report on their campaign, but I'm showing them in platform their numbers and, and what to look at beyond, you know, like I say, impressions and clicks, right? That's what, that's what these other vendors are reporting on, but I'm taking them through Google ads. I'm taking them through Facebook ads and showing them what to look at, what questions to ask and what metrics matter beyond, Hey, I served an impression to somebody and somebody clicked on the ad, right? Do you think the idea of impressions can be misleading when it comes to measuring the, the success of a, of a campaign, a sales strategy? Um, you know, it's come a long way in the last couple of years. Um, I mean, dealerships have gotten smarter along the way. Um, they are getting a little more specific on attribution, but I mean, an impre one impression or an impression just, you know, isn't equal to, or all impressions aren't equal is what I should say. Um, so in a sense, yes, it's, it's a little misleading. The white paper also speaks to a need for dealerships to make Facebook a key part of their sales strategy, even as the cost increases, correct? Yeah. And, you know, using Facebook as a tool to target. So, um, custom audience targeting. So, um, as you know, especially right around when that white paper came out, everybody, all the dealerships were trying to, um, get their, get anybody to come in and trade their vehicle. Right. So using custom audience data, targeting them on Facebook because 
the user in the dealership CRM hadn't been back for four years. So, you know, they're probably ready for a car, right? So actually using that media platform to target users you've already sold a car to, it, it doesn't get any more efficient and targeted than that. When you look at the auto retail sector in comparison to, to other sectors, are you still finding that there is a sense of hesitation among dealerships to really embrace the idea of, of uh, digital sales tools? Um, embracing digital, I don't think has been an issue. I think embrace embracing the metrics ha- has been the issue. So, you know, if I had to give the auto industry a score out of, out of 10, I'd give them a six because a lot of the old school general managers and general sales managers, of these dealerships are, are so set on, did it produce a sales lead, right? Like, did I, did I get a sales lead out of, from this tactic? Well, with digital, you know, we, we take users through the entire funnel. Some tactics get users to the website to view a vehicle description page view. Some tactics end up in the sales lead, but they're, they're not going to all get equal attribution. So getting their buy-in on those high funnel metrics has been probably the biggest challenge. Well, in that case, the question becomes, if I own a dealership, how do I get the leadership and team to fully grasp the idea that digital sales tools need to be a major part of our business strategy. You know, um, it's come down to one statement for me and it's if a user didn't view a vehicle on your car, you never would have got the sales lead in the first place. So the more eyeballs you get on that vehicle description page, the better your chances are of getting that sales lead at the end. This business still is a matter of eyeballs, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's another thing, like a lot of dealerships are still doing a lot of traditional. They're, they're spending money on radio and they're spending money on TV. And I personally think that that's more, more for them so that, you know, they see it, they, they know when it's running, you know, it makes them feel better. Um, but how do you measure it? How do you measure a TV spot that ran on the six o'clock news? How do you measure the radio spot that ran, you know, on the, on the drive to work this morning? You can't. At least everything that we do from a digital standpoint is, is trackable from in one way or another. So if there are dealerships that aren't fully embracing the idea of digital sales tools, would you say they are putting their business in jeopardy? You know, I wouldn't say they're putting them in jeopardy. It all comes down to how much of their ad budget is, is still going to traditional. Um, so again, that's, that's kind of a loaded question and I need some specifics to answer that. But if, if, if less than 80%, if, if, if you don't have 80%, a minimum of 80% of your ad budget in the auto space going towards digital, then you're in jeopardy. Well, Thad, I really want to thank you for taking the time to give us some insight on the industry and at Taxi's recent white paper. Um, really appreciate the time and, and thanks again for your insight. Yeah, no, thanks. Again, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Now, back to the noise. <laughs> 